guys. Welcome back to our podcast, Growing Up Churchy. Um, we shared with you guys a while back that we are starting uh, officially our home church, AMP Home Church Ministry, based off of Aquila and Priscilla. The early church of Acts is really what um, has inspired us and encouraged us to get back to the roots of what church was supposed to be, since that is not what church really looks like anymore today, especially here in America. Uh, we just recently rolled out our new website for the home church. We'll mainly use our online channels since that's what we have and what works really well. But APHomeChurch.com. Church, we don't think we're we're not raising up apostles here. We, we need to make that clear. Yeah. We're not part of that because I know that we've had people ask before if we're apostolic. And we're or, not. Yeah, definitely not. not and, or charismatic. We've gotten charismatic have too. Have we? Yeah, no. I think we've gotten charismatic. I don't know. Yeah, no. Anyways, the point here being, since we have gotten the home church up and going, um, largely online, although we do things physically here, we live out in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina in the mountains, so we know that most of you are not here, so we go ahead and utilize these online resources to um, connect with people. And it's been such a wonderful process so far. Really yeah, we've been really blessed. Very we've been critical. really cool. Just definitely something that we weren't plan. We had, we didn't plan. Um, oh yeah, this has been a God thing. Start to finish. You know, holes we've been filling that we didn't even know that we were doing. But we um, definitely grew up within the traditional regular church. Uh, Grew up non-denominational in Southern California, Calvary Chapels mainly, and then moved to the East Coast as adults and have been trying to kind of figure our way out through the church out here. Struggled with that. We share more about that on a million other podcasts, so I won't go into all of that. Um, But especially since now we are putting out our weekly Sunday studies where we go through, um, right now we're starting in the Gospel of Matthew, um, going through and studying scripture, but we also are doing our daily Bible studies. We figured it would probably be a good idea. We have shared some frequently asked questions on our website, uh, basically our we believe statements, but I figured it'd be a good thing to just kind of touch on these here on a podcast. So before you dive in to be studying the Bible with some people on the internet that you don't physically know, (laughs) maybe know what on earth we're talking about and if we're just a bunch of quacks. So I know if I were going to get invested in a Bible study online, I would want to know where these people are coming from. And we get asked this a lot. What are your thoughts on this? Where do you stand here? And things like that. So I know I would want to do that before I just jumped in with something. So we're just going to kind of run through So can we just rant before we run through that on because i don't think this will come up on on get it off your chest okay so we we get asked a lot about predestination that's a huge question in the church yeah i don't really understand why it's such a huge argument in the church i really don't get it (laughs) um but we get asked a lot but we get asked a lot so it is and whatever uh but predestination which it's a huge problem in the church and i don't understand or not problem but it's a huge question in the church and i don't really get it um usually i guess when people ask about predestination they're referring to the human soul because i know the the term could be more broad and it can go uh, refer to all events Um, that are definitely, you know, I mean, obviously everything is willed by God. Everything is held together by God. So, but as far as the human soul and all that stuff, um, where we stand on it, again, this is not apologetics, but it's a ridiculous, to me, it's just a ridiculous argument because ultimately 
God does not want anyone to perish. No. He doesn't want anybody to die. He doesn't want anybody. His ultimate plan, the reason for sending his son to die, w- was for that Save not everybody. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it has to be a willing belief and relationship with his son that, and acknowledgement that gets you there. So, did God ever... It, that is available to every single person. It's not that he picks some it's two and some not. It's not that he picks some two and some not. He definitely... But at the same time, who are we to... I believe, who are we... And it says in, and it talks about it in Isaiah. Who are we to question... The potter and the the yeah, potter and the, the pot clay. does the pot turn around into actually you know the potter you know or the the clay is it's just you know a big lump of clay sitting there asking this potter well what are you gonna do with me or why would you do this or it, it's not our place and the Bible clearly states multiple times that our place isn't we're ants in this whole you know in this whole well, thing. Well, I always kind of viewed it is almost like a movie right right so we're all here we all god wants all of us to come to a saving grace of his son sure. and to come to him he knows how everything ends though so it's not that he's here like manipulating you to make certain choices or something ridiculous like that he just knows what you're going to end up doing so it's not that right. he's forcing you to make these bad decisions and he's using you you know he's predestined you for bad or something like that are you kidding me he just he knows what you're doing he um, he knows but how the story is at the same time um, god is sovereign which means he has control over every single thing and he undoubtedly raises people up. He tears for people down for and honorable and dishonorable use. So there is that. That's where you have to, I think, humble your, yourself and submit to God a little bit on that, and, mm-hmm. and realize that there's some things that you just have to let go that that our human pride won't let us completely understand. That may not completely. Um, flow with with what how we how we want to perceive everything, but there's some you know um, again I guess that's just a personal view of that. Uh, but but I guess if you're scared if, that we're going to be teaching some type of like crazy predestination doctrine or something, yeah, absolutely we're not. not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that's what you're nervous for, so that's what don't, you guys keep don't worry asking about us that. that. Yeah, no, don't worry we're about not that. Going there. Yeah, I think it's whatever. I, uh, people want to be uh, the church wants to get caught up in these things, mm-hmm. and this is just absolutely ridiculous. This these arguments, these of arguments, spiritual pedigree. These again, these are the same things that Paul already addressed. And if you would read the epistles, they're in there, and and you can and you can see. Ex- <laughs> read it and he, apply he, it literally. He, see what exactly happens. he he makes it very clear. He, you know, he he states God's will. He states this whole process, how this whole thing works, and yeah, okay. he sums it up very well. 
So I'm gonna I'm on our website and I am going to start at the beginning and kind of read through what we have. That was just a popular one. That was just a that popular I wanted to one. Rant that we keep a bit on. about. Yep. So I'm gonna go through all of these and read them out, and then we will just kind of add our two cents on any of them. Um, quite literally, we wrote up. I'll write. You know, read your little intro here on our what do you believe. AMP, which stands for Aquila and Priscilla, uh, look to Acts chapter 18 if you would like to know more about them. Home Church Ministry is a non-denominational family home church ministry adhering to the literal dispensational interpretation of the scriptures. We um, also talked in, if you go back in our podcast, Why Are We So Divided? Uh, a while back, we talked about as far as the whole type of uh, different denominations within the church, our two cents on that if you are interested. Um, we have found our brothers in Christ uh, at Andy Woods Sugarland Bible Church and Paul Washer's Heart Cry Ministry. They shared some wonderful statement of beliefs that were pretty much exactly our thoughts and hearts on what we were trying to say. So pretty much everything we've got here, we kind of piggybacked off of them um, and are kind of sharing what they had because that's pretty much what we're going for. If you're looking for some great teachers on stuff, we definitely highly recommend them. So first and foremost in our beliefs, uh, we believe there's just one God, the creator of all things. He's perfect, infinite, and eternal in all his ways. He exists in three separate but equal persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, again, we have all of our scripture uh, that we've gotten all linked on there for these different things. And so if, if, you you're, want to if know. you're curious on, and uh, you know, again, like you said, that we're not just weird people on the internet. Like, <laughs> I can't even... I, how you don't understand everything that you just read, like if you're not, you know, like if you don't have, then I don't get that. So that's exactly where we stand on that is I can't even comprehend somebody that doesn't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> so. So one God. Guys. I can only understand one God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just in your weeding us out to see if we're just crazy Internet people. There's one. Yep. Trinity. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, is true God and true man. He was conceived of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He lived a sinless life, died on the cross. Truly was, God and truly man. So yep, yep. yep. Uh, died on the cross. So R.C. Sproul always says. Was buried and arose on the third day. He later ascended into heaven where he is presently seated at the right hand of God the Father as our high priest and advocate. And that's the gospel. Yep. Yeah. Next point would be the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity whose ministry is to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. He accomplishes this ministry by convicting individuals of their sin, by regenerating, sealing, baptizing, and indwelling the believing sinner permanently at the moment of conversion and by empowering the Christian for godly living and service without the manifestation of supernatural sign gifts. Make sense? <laughs> Amen. And if you don't believe that, I don't understand it. Yes, you must. You you accept Christ. Uh, you come to a saving knowledge of Christ. You will then be baptized with his advocate that we have here, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will guide you and lead you um, in your life. Next point would be the scriptures, both the Old and New Testaments, are the verbally inspired and inherent word of God. Divine inspiration extends equally and fully to all parts of and words of the Bible so that the whole Bible in the original manuscripts is without error. The Bible is God's revelation to man and is therefore the final authority for all Christian faith and practice. 
the Bible is from Genesis to Revelation. It is everything from the start to the finish and in between. Um, we do not get caught up in these arguments that only certain translations of the Bibles are okay and holy. Um, nope. And Again, everything else not as an well. apologetics channel, so we're not going to get into arguments about Bible translations or little things like that. But Scripture is absolutely mm -hmm. a divine inspired word of God, all of it. In every language, too. <laughs> Amen. Because if, if that's the case, then only people reading English would be reading the inspired stuff anyway. So, not true. God created man in his image for his glory. However, Adam disobeyed God and as a consequence died spiritually. The spiritual death or total depravity have been transmitted to the entire human race. Thus, every person comes into this world with a nature which has neither the desire nor the ability to please God and is therefore in need of divine grace. There is nothing that you can do. You were Don't born ever a think about that if you're in the flesh. Yep. You are. You cannot. There is nothing that we can do. It is by the blood of Christ and Christ alone. Yep. We're sealed we by the Spirit. That's where it comes from. But while we are in the flesh, we cannot please God. Next point would be God has provided the remedy for our disobedience by sending his son, Jesus Christ, to be the sacrifice for our sins. God has determined that we do not receive forgiveness as a result of our religious deeds or other good works, no matter how well intended, but only by personal faith in Jesus Christ. Those who receive Jesus Christ as their Savior are at the point born of the Spirit and are assured of an eternity in heaven. Now, this, obviously, faith, not works. Yes. But because of your faith, because of your faith, you, should produce, you fruit. produce fruit. Yes, and that fruit is apparent. And and if you obviously you have to remember that that Christ told people he's like, hey, you say you know me, but you don't know me. Yes. Yeah, so just saying that, oh, I asked Jesus into my heart. Yep, I believe I have faith. Yeah. But I produce no, no good works. I if do not live life, my life. If your life faith. is not radically transformed, mm -hmm. and you are not glowing. In the spirit. Mm -hmm. Which should be apparent by all of your actions, the fruit that you produce that comes from your heart. Yep. We should be able to see that because it's a big thing. And I want to, real quick, and this goes for our, all five of us. That's that a are shout listening out. to this. I'll shout out to the person that I hope listens to this one that knows. <laughs> all five of us, but she doesn't listen. <laughs> no, I think she'll listen to this one. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure that we, yeah. Anyway, it's okay um, if you even if you don't feel like you're you're, we have seen in our little group that we have already, um, definitely the spirit so much in these people and our faith oh, has been strengthened just because of them. And I know none of them time. feel like they do any of us most of the time. No, um, but I think every one of them argues to be like ah. I horrible, you know, but we have definitely been encouraged and strengthened, and um, so don't worry about that. Your spirit does, your light does shine. And, yep. Our next point being, church is not a building. The true church, which began at Pentecost, is composed of all individuals who through faith in Jesus Christ have been united together in one body, of which Jesus Christ is the head. It's so, never been defined as a building. Ever. We So we need to stop acting like it is. It's not a building you pop into once a week or on holidays. It is a body of believers. Yeah, and it's not It's not something that you do once a week. That's not what church is, and that's nope. what we think it is, but that's not, that's not what it is. Big point here, you guys. Water baptism and the Lord's Supper are the 
only two ordinances given in the life of every believer. Baptism follows his or her conversion as a public declaration of his or her identification with Christ. The Lord's Supper is to be taken regularly during the believer's life as a memorial of Christ's sacrificial death. Each of these is to be practiced as a testimony to the world, but neither of them is to be construed as a means of or an additional requirement for salvation. Make that clear. You do not have to do either of those things to be saved. To be saved. But, but if you are saved, a saved person would delight in doing a public declaration like a water, a water baptism. Water baptism. Or, or. Um. That, well, obviously the Lord's Supper. Why would you not? This is, this is proclaiming the Lord's death until He comes. This is come, Lord Jesus. This is yeah, yeah. Well, and that's where when it comes to the Lord's Supper, it says every time you gather together and you eat of the bread and you drink of the fruit of the vine, this is the communion. This is right. what you're doing. You are you are declaring the Lord's death until, until He comes he again. You're saying, "Come, again. Lord Jesus, please." Um. But you, it's not that that's a show and you must do that and check it off your list every so many days in order to be saved. That is not true. Same no, but it's a very, very, that's that's definitely more for, um, you know, um, not, I don't want to say super, but it, a little bit more advanced believers, I think, um, because you want to understand the seriousness of it. I mean, very obviously serious. sharing communion, you can do that as a new believer, but make sure you that you really really understand how serious communion is mm -hmm. and the church itself has done a disservice to that uh and maybe we can figure out a way to to try to point that out more specifically because i think it's something again not necessary but as a believer you should delight in these things our family every single uh, every single it. sabbath we do it and we delight in it and and it's something that Man, it, it's we can't wait to to be with Jesus again. So why wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. it, it's a it, it's a it's a gift. But neither one, baptism nor doing the Lord's Supper, is a requirement for salvation. Um, Same thing. If you would like to be baptized, get baptized. It's yeah. a fantastic if, thing to if do. If if you're not, if you're a believer somewhere out where you don't know somebody they can baptize you you're not comfortable that's cool don't worry about it. don't stress on it you yep. don't need that 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 don't even worry guess what about it. guess what the guy hanging on the cross next to jesus he didn't he, do he didn't either get, of these things and jesus said today you and i will be in paradise remember so. we have a different baptism and that was the holy spirit yes so which we stated already which that's what is important but so. there is nothing else that you must cling on to as far as things that you do and check off of your list right that are what god what saves you or are doing. what is he necessary yes. right and those are two main issues that we hear over and over again we see in the church uh is is baptism and we're not going to get into the, the apologetics of it but next point would be we have a blessed hope and you guys this is such a big one because how we're going to do a lot more with looking at just how you view the kingdom and the end because that makes such a difference in how you live your lives but and that is definitely this is that is part of this ministry we will stress we are going to find new ways to stress that the reason why we started this ministry the reason why we did anything is because of 
feeling personally convicted of a a of, of Christ calling us out because His return is near. And not the is not in a in the church is asleep. Not in a um, a YouTube crazy prophetic way that Jesus gave me a dream and that no. He's coming into within two years. Nothing like that. But in the way of every of, day we're a day closer. every day we're a day closer. But we we definitely were called out. I was personally called out. Uh, and it, and it had a lot to do with with being the 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 seasons and the times and the seasons that we're in. Um, it had a lot to do with it, and we are complete pre pre millennialists to the core, hundred um, percent. That's definitely where our doctrine on end time states. I know we've had a lot of question on end times. I'm not sure exactly what people will mean i hope that we get more people that ask about that because i would love to rant a little bit more about that well i think the more Um, we understand that it really affects how we live our lives how we raise our children and where where we are going forward but i know a lot of the things that we say might sound confusing to some people because the, the the more popular view that's taught now in church is more of a kingdom building Yes. Um, which, amen, the kingdom is building, but it's not building in ways that you can see. It's building and it's coming in people's hearts and lives or being transformed through the gospel. And he in, in, in this kingdom is all over the place. This kingdom is in, um, you know, definitely the people that have brought in, that have been brought into our flock that have been brought to us. Um, this is this is where it's in. And you can see Christ and in, in, in Christ is a point of all of that. Again, it's not we, we don't want to get into apologetics, but it's where we stand on it. We're 100% premillennialists. We believe that that's the obvious interpretation of Scripture, where you can get there on your own without going to a a source, source to, to, puzzle to, to, to puzzle it or to over spiritualize it. It means what it says, and it says what it means, guys. Uh, yeah, so. So we have a blessed hope. Believers live with the constant hope and expectation of the imminent return of Jesus Christ. And that blessed hope is the rapture of the church. Yep. That's what the mystery so He will come first for his saints and then return with his saints. And again, John 14, 1 through 3, Titus 2, 11 through 14, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18. Uh, there's a few to kind of point you to some scripture. Again, not looking to us, we're looking to scripture. We don't confuse the rapture and the second coming. They are two separate two separate events. Yep. Next point would be Christ's command to love. As believers in Jesus Christ, it is God's command that we love him, love one another, and love those who are not believers. We can know that we love God if we are living according to his word. We can know that we love one another if we are serving fellow believers. We can know that we love unbelievers if we are befriending them and sharing the good news of the gospel of Christ with them, both personally and through missionaries. It is very important if there is one command that you want to go super legalistic and super crazy about, it's Christ's command to love, to love God with everything in you, for him to be your first focus, to love one another and to try to share the saving news of Christ with every person you possibly can. That is what we are here to do. We remember we don't give approval to the sins of the world. Nope. But we show love 
kindness and we go to you know the sinful people of the world mm -hmm. and that's where we preach the gospel and and not you know Paul says I'm not, I'm not saying inside of the church I'm saying outside because if you'd have to leave the world to go yeah away from all away this. from all of this yep okay so we go we make sure that these things can't be found within the church, mm -hmm. but we go preach the gospel to these people because this is what we who are saved once were. Yep. And that's what Paul's point was in that. Anyway. Next point would be every need of this ministry will be obtained through prayer. Uh, I've talked about him a million billion times, but if you have not looked up George Muller, I highly suggest you do. Uh, if you want to know really our big epiphany with really diving off into living completely by faith and everything, uh, look up George Muller. There's free documentaries on YouTube and Amazon and books and all kinds and of stuff. And we have the raw in interviews that we've done with our story, which led yep. us to where we are now. Yep, it's... if you go listen to the raw intermittent raw I've, intimate interview series you can hear all about the story i've heard it's entertaining <laughs> uh, i've just lived it so yeah. i don't know point here being we may share a missionary vision with others and even make known to them the specific task that the lord has laid on our hearts to do but we may not raise support through prodding or manipulating our brothers and sisters in christ if this ministry is of the lord then he will be our patron if he is with us he will direct his people to give and we will prosper if he is not with us we will not and should not succeed so if this is what God wants us to do, then he will put it on the hearts of those of you possibly listening or anyone else that we might run into. He will put it on the hearts of those to help us in this mission, in what we are trying to do. If it is not what he wants us to do, then we will not receive any provisions and everything will fail. So that's an easy way to know. But we will not be hustling anyone for any specific but thing we, because but, we will tell God what we need and he will provide But he it. has been so incredible. As so he far, always, we're doing good and growing. Always <laughs> is, yes. And he is, again, he has he's brought us a at first so small and then now it's just growing and it's, it's amazing. Next point here. We will never enlarge or sustain this ministry by contracting debts. You will not see us taking out a mortgage, taking out loans, taking out anything like that. This is contrary to both the letter and the spirit of the New Testament. In secret prayer and God helping us, we will carry the needs of this ministry to the Lord and act according to the direction that he gives. Yeah, and everything in the church was not, in the early church was not required by debt, it, acquired by debt. It was, nope. it was from... From giving. those within the church right. giving and supporting so that everything may grow. So if we are going to sustain and or grow, it will be because everybody is coming together and pooling resources to help, not because we are taking out loans and mortgages and debts. Next point, we will not compete with other biblical mission agencies, but we will use the resources that God has given to us to work in partnership with them. If the Lord directs, we will sacrifice our own goals and resources in order that other mission works may be helped and the kingdom of God increased. We are not here to try to compete. We're not here to have as many likes and views and subscribers and numbers. That is not our purpose. I guess that goes to the um, what we were saying earlier, that or that I've said at least six times probably, seven maybe, on this one already about um, not doing apologetics. Um 
we're not here for we will more than happy work with other ministries that don't share our same viewpoint in these small issues like you know in not times salvational on, issues but. right not <laughs> salvational issues but you know if if we can uh, agree guess, to disagree on things a lot of times um you know in times theology i guess i said that after we went through the end times one because <laughs> a lot of times that'll split a lot of people and i'll think but like i, I find so much amazing work done in like i said i've thrown them out mm -hmm. in our podcast but apologia has done some great things and for me personally my views couldn't be any further in these matters away from, from them. away mm -hmm. from them um but in the work that their ministry does in their abortion ministry in in their end abortion ministry mm -hmm. um the Lord is with them and my God, you know, they're that it's awesome. And that's how we feel across the board with any minute. We're, we're not trying to compete. We're not, unless you're, unless you're stinking word of faith or if you're, cause that's heresy and that's, that's obvious or prosperity gospel or anything like that. Oh, there, we're not talking about that. Direct heresy. Yes, but we're, we're talking about, you know, these, I, I guess it, we're, we're different. So in the way of we're definitely pulling away from the worldly church and the worldly sense of it and that's why we started this as opposed to what everybody thinks of just um this this kind of comes at the time that this you know new apostles and and people are going to the ends of the earth to preach the gospel you know like the dude and where was it he just got yeah you know he just got killed we're not that mm -hmm. but we're definitely preaching the gospel until he comes but we're waiting for the imminent soon return of christ mm -hmm. so it's not like we have to reach the gospel to a certain place in order for Before christ to come christ back so come, that's not yeah. what we're that's definitely not what we're waiting for but for missions we definitely support we definitely will work with other people that do you know that may um, feel that because the gospel being preached is the gospel being preached. We just don't feel that we're building the kingdom here, here for this. Yeah. For this. Our next point being, um, which we got this directly off of Paul Washer's heart cry, which is a great way that he wrote it. It almost felt um, like I didn't want to talk on this because it's very personal and you don't want people to get the wrong impression, but I think it's important that it is talked about. Um, we want to be very transparent and open in everything that we do, and that's how we have really gone about everything with our YouTube channel, social media, and all of this. But our family that is employed in this ministry is worthy of their labor. They, we should be afforded that which is required to live with dignity and to demonstrate that the Lord is gracious to supply the needs of his servants. To neglect our welfare would give excuse for the ungodly to bring up unjust accusations against the Lord that he is either uncaring or unable to meet the needs of his servants. However, those whom this ministry supports shall not be given so much as to waste the Lord's resources, acquire luxury, or live above those who so graciously give to the Lord's work. Amen. To seek wealth, luxury, or ease of life in yeah. this ministry is to deny the call. Amen. Yeah. And, and to see that all... in many pastors on our national stage where they are seeking, they are acquiring luxury, living above those who graciously give, Seeking wealth, luxury, or ease of life is well. Even on the lower end too, I think even you see this on YouTube or mm -hmm. you see on, you know, just on the social media on the lower end, you'll see a lot of this happening. Yeah. 
um, even local smaller churches yeah <clears throat> definitely definitely wrong yes um, and I don't want to be you no. on judgment day because when you stand before God you have to answer for that Ooh. and he doesn't like that so well, we take this one this is why this we wanted to talk about serious. it we take this very seriously yes we need to find a way to be able to keep you know our kids fed and a roof over our heads but uh, and for us this is why so much of our stuff really especially now has been about minimalism because for us minimalism is just the response to living a life for Christ I don't why do I have all this why do I need all this why am I acquiring things of this world for myself no my eyes are on Christ and I could care less about all of that yeah I have clothes so my kids have something to wear you know we've got a few things here or there but for us it's it's so much more and it's so much important and we want to make sure that this is publicly put on our site so that all of you can see that we are quite literally living this in our lives because it is that important so that's on there we got two points left I promise as we're running through all of these but this again give you guys an idea we're not just a bunch of complete wackos or you'll listen to this and think we are a bunch of wackos because of this I don't know we will not measure the success of this ministry by the amount of money given or work supported rather we will judge our usefulness to the kingdom by our faithfulness to the scripture and scriptures and doctrine and practice so numbers, money, goals, re all of that, that none we of this is our focus. We will never care. We have, already, we have already reached for us personally the amount of... We said when we started all of this with our free help, homeschool plans, if we can help one person, one family, one whatever, that is more than enough. I'm completely humbled by that. So anything over one, to God be the glory. Yeah, which we have. And again, we have done nothing. God has done everything. Yep. We have just been so lucky for him to use us. We're a bunch of nobodies trying to tell you about the but only just somebody being to... used by God. And uh, it, we're just, we are so fortunate. Yep. That we, And that's how we go about it is we just view ourselves as fortunate tools to, to reach even five people. And our last point here, and even more. our goal is not to enlarge ourselves or to become a key figure in the Great Commission, but to be faithful and obedient stewards according to the grace that is given to us. That's it. That is, I guess, a sum up of who we are, what we're about, um, where everything comes from here. Obviously, we're sharing now daily little Bible studies. We think it is of utmost importance that we are in the Word of God every single day without fail as a family. It is the most important thing you could be doing. Um, we share our longer studies on Sunday. And then Sunday afternoons, 3 p.m. we Eastern Time, we are getting online to do a live with you guys and really just... We do a live Saturdays at noon Eastern just to kind of chat with everybody and catch up. It's a great time and just kind of fellowship and fun, talk about different things that we've put out throughout the week, family vlogs, things like that. But then Sunday again at 3 p.m. Eastern coming together to really just connect with one another over the scriptures that we have been putting out you know over the week and sharing with one another um, our studies on so we would love to have you guys come and join in you can go to our website aphomechurch.com and connect with us there um, we feel that all even though everything we're doing is largely online because that's what god has put before us this connectiveness of fellowship is so important. And mm -hmm. so coming together with one another, I want to know, we want to know you and your family. What are you struggling with? What do you need? What can we pray for? What can we physically 
pray for and give to you? What do you need help with? Is there a way that we can help in counseling, in explaining and lifting up? I mean, physical needs, all of those things are just so incredibly important to us. And we feel that largely the church across the board today is dropping the ball in pretty much all of those areas. So we really wanna make sure that we spend time as a family focusing on those things, connecting with everyone, and truly physically being present in your lives, even if it is by phone and email and, and things like that. So um, if you're interested, you wanna check all that out, you can go to the website and everything is on there so you can go through all of that stuff. But um, you'll be seeing, we're working on all kinds of things. Yep. Lord willing, yeah, praying over it, hoping. Yeah. I think we need more hours in our day. We do. These days <laughs> we need to start have been waking going up earlier, so I think. We need to wake up early or something. I don't know. I think we wake up early. I think we just need to get moving quicker. Yeah, that might be it. I think that's it. I don't know. You need to stop laying in bed for... Well, the kids and I have been playing games together, so we lay in bed and play Why games Why do you together. think I haven't, <laughs> haven't played that? I know. But it's so cute. The kids all want to play, and it's so hard not to just, like, snuggle them and play, but... Yeah, and then you don't get anything done. I know, we're up so late. So anyways, that's what we're about. Um, hopefully you don't think we're a bunch of crazy people. Um, uh, crazy looking for Jesus, yeah, but yeah. Um, not crazy weird YouTube people. If you have any questions, anything that we didn't cover or anything you would like more clarification on, please let us know. Uh, you can email us, aphomechurch at gmail.com. But otherwise, we will see you guys all next time. We usually have new podcasts every Tuesday and Thursday videos monday wednesday friday the lives on the weekend daily bible studies sunday bible studies that's probably more <laughs> than enough for everyone so hopefully something there is of some benefit to you and your family but thanks guys for hanging out with us yep thank you